Hi guys, welcome to Don't Mind the Mess. I'm your host, Sarah. Thank you so much for joining in. This is my first episode of my very first podcast. I know it's big. Um, If you know me personally, thank you so much for listening. Your support means the world. But if you also don't know me, then welcome. Hopefully you'll find out a bit more about me as you listen to more episodes. I am super excited that I'm finally recording this because this has been in my head for a very long time and now that it's all happening, it's all very exciting and it is a really big personal development of mine, which is going to be the topic that we're going to be diving into later, but I thought that first up, I just want to really introduce this podcast and let you know a bit about why I'm doing it, what the purpose of this podcast is and how it's going to kind of look going forward. So don't mind the mess literally came to my mind because whilst I've been on a personal development journey for the past couple of years, I've kind of realized coming into my early to mid twenties that life is messy. Um, shit happens (laughs) and it's often not easy to navigate through life as an adult and, Now that I'm not really leeching on my parents as much, I'm like, oh shit, this is hard. (laughs) So I kind of thought that this podcast is going to be a really great place to not only keep myself accountable for my own personal development, but to also help you as a listener. And if you're one of my friends or family, (laughs) thanks for tuning in, but to help anyone on their own personal development journey. So We're going to be kind of diving into lots of different topics because I think that personal development and self-development extends beyond just like mental health kind of realm, which is a very, very big and important part of my journey and has been for the last couple of years. But there's so many other areas of personal development that are just as important, such as career, financial, and even faith, which is something that I've been trickling into the past few months. And not all episodes are going to be about it, but I'm definitely keen to add a couple in for those who are interested. So what I'm kind of hoping is that you're going to be able to come and go as you please. And also being able to take what you need from this podcast. The episodes are going to be specific to a topic of self-development, and then we're going to be diving deep into a really specific episode idea. So not everything is going to apply to you and not everything is going to be relevant to you, but I thought what a better way than to put all of these ideas together in a podcast and just make it a really accessible place for people to come and go and take what they need to help themselves on their own personal development journey. And that is where Don't Mind the Mess came in because (laughs) there's a lot of messy elements in life and all are really important in helping us and they help us shape us into the people that we are today. So I kind of thought that this first episode, I might introduce myself a little bit more. And then with this whole topic of self-development and personal development, I really want to just dive right into some content about why self-development journeys are really important and how you can start one if you are not actively on a journey. And I think a lot of people will kind of sit back and think, oh yeah, like I'm on a personal development journey, but not on a conscious one. So I think that if you're on a subconscious journey, that is awesome. But I think that 
the real work kind of happens when you're consciously using your purpose in life and using all these skills that we learn along the way to better ourselves and to change ourselves and to improve on elements in our life that are maybe unfavorable to you at the moment or that you just want to kind of take a leap of faith and try something new, whether it be starting a new career or aka me starting a podcast because I'm a secondary teacher um, in training. So this is very out of my career path that I saw for myself, but who knows? I'm just doing this more so for a creative place and a hobby, but you never know. So um, that is a prime example. (laughs) So whatever you need at the moment, I just thought that this first episode, it'll be really cool to kind of talk about diving into a personal development journey and then some steps that you can kind of take to get a bit more structure in that journey and to kind of make a really conscious effort to think about your near future. (laughs) So, and I was kind of thinking like, how do I start this first episode? What the heck am I going to talk about? Because I've got all these really exciting episode ideas coming in the future, but I needed something for like an intro and like a very first podcast because I'm not just going to get into the juicy shit straight away. I kind of thought that I needed this little self-development topic to really set the scene for the rest of my podcast going forward. So I was kind of thinking like, how am I going to like start talking about this? And funnily enough, I was having a chat with someone the other day about how much easier life was when we were younger and how much easier it was when we were kids and we didn't have to worry about anything. And literally we just like had to get up, go to school. Most of the time breakfast was waiting for us. Well, I know for me anyway, my mom literally cooked me a bacon and egg muffin during year 11 and 12 every morning, bless her. And how easy it was just to walk through life. And when I think back, I think... I actually didn't really make a lot of conscious decisions about my future when I was 16, 17, even younger, you know. At the time, I was just kind of, I guess, tunnel visioned into what I was thinking I should be focusing on. So school, friends, um, my hobbies. I did ballet for many, many years, um, swimming, I was one of those people who literally tried and did every single sport at school. (laughs) So I had my parents driving me to school in the morning to do like aerobics training and swimming and all of that. And I kind of think back and I'm like, yeah, like I didn't really consciously focus on a lot of my self-development at that age because I feel like it was something that was just so it was just so subconscious. It was just like, okay, I'm going through this motion. I'm going to school. I'm going home. I'm studying. I had this idea of what ATAR I wanted to get. And I was chatting to this person the other day and I was like, man, I was like, gosh, life was easy back then. Take me back to the days when I didn't have to think about career. I didn't have to think about finances. I didn't have to think about friendships and the fact that friends come and go and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, oh, this shit's hard. (laughs) And so then it got me thinking and I was like, well, there is such an emphasis on this early adolescence and 
the fact that early adolescence shapes our adulthood and it shapes who we are. And then I'm like, well, where's the emphasis on our 20s and 30s and even 40s, 50s and 60s shaping who we are in one year time, two years time, five years time and so forth? Because why does personal development have to stop when you hit 18? It's like this huge thing that like as soon as we hit 18, it's like, oh, yep, got our life together. (laughs) Okay, like seriously, I think back to when I was 18 and I was like, oh gosh, I was immature. (laughs) Like those are the days back then, you know, life was easy, but gosh, I was not mature and gosh, I had a lot of growing to do. And then I only am starting to realize now as I'm embarking on this really conscious personal development journey that there's so much stuff out there about this early childhood and how it helps us become adults. And in many senses, that is extremely true. And there are so many factors I look back on and I'm like, yeah, that's really shaped me into the person I am, but it shouldn't stop there. And personal development should not stop when you hit 18. If it did, we would have very stagnant lives. We would have no change. We would have a huge lack of purpose and we'd all be so immature and we'd all be just, ah. So I'm thinking, I'm like, how can I make sense of this? And how can I kind of talk about this in this episode? And funnily enough, I remembered this subject that I did last semester for my teaching degree. And it was talking about all of these educational theories and how, um, students learn and how they acquire different knowledge, behaviors, skills, yada, yada. And this one guy, this, this one guy, well, this one theorist, Abraham Maslow, he suggested that in an educational perspective, that for a student to be motivated to learn and be able to reach their full potential and I'm emphasizing full potential because if you're still listening in, I'm getting somewhere with this. But for them to reach their full potential, there's a whole bunch of needs that must be met before reaching this level of self-actualization. And it kind of got me thinking that this is a huge element, this whole thing about self-actualization and self-fulfillment, not only for education students and reaching their full potential, in a school setting, but for us as adults, as we navigate our way through life and through our own personal development journey. And I was like, oh my goodness, like I am actually using something at uni, outside of uni. I'm like, wow, this deserves a medal. And so this theorist Maslow, he suggested that in his research, all of us as individuals, we have an inbuilt need for personal development, which occurs through this process of self-actualization. And I just thought I'd mention here, this is a theory. This is like one person's perspective that I'm sharing light on. It's not the be all or end all. And before I get any further, it's probably really important for me to mention here that most of the things I'm going to be talking about are not me sitting here giving you advice like I'm a psychologist or a coach. And this is why I'm going to be kind of like referring to a bit of research in my episodes as well, just to make sure I'm not feeding you absolute smack. (laughs) So if you hear me quoting random people, if you kind of hear hear me talking about theorists and 
research papers and whatever. This is just me kind of doing all the research for you before I jump on and talk about a topic. So Maslow suggested that all these individuals have this inbuilt need for personal development. And once we kind of figure out what we need to develop and what we need to improve on for ourselves, this kind of promotes this level of self-actualization. And he represents this in this pyramid of needs. And in simple terms, there's the bottom of the hierarchy kind of focuses on these basic needs. So like our need to feel secure and safe amongst our friends, our families, our environment, and also this idea of physiological needs. So food, water, warmth, rest, all your basic needs, right? Then as we kind of move up this pyramid, we kind of get to some psychological needs. And these are kind of more in the realm of belongingness and having this sense of belonging, whether it be in intimate relationships or with friends or with family. And I guess in an educational perspective, from what I looked at in my master's degree, this belonging in the classroom and in your school community and with your school friends. And within that as well, this kind of need for having a good self-esteem and this this idea of prestige and feeling accomplishment. And I'm not too sure about the word prestige here. I When I first looked at that, I was like, oh, prestige. But I think it's more of a sense of feeling accomplished with where you're at in your life right now. And with all of these other needs, such as food, water, security, kind of looking and reflecting and being like, yeah, I feel accomplished because I have those things. Anyway, so they're kind of like in the middle of the pyramid and that's your psychological needs. But then at the top, and this is where, this is the gold mine for Maslow. Maslow says that at the very top of the pyramid, there's this need for self-fulfillment and self-actualization. And that's where you as a person, you're achieving your full potential and including creative activities and all these other things that you kind of embark on in your life to allow you to sit back and be like, wow, I feel really fulfilled with what I'm doing. I feel really, I feel like I've achieved something and I feel like I'm growing as a person. And that is the top. That's like the gold mine. That's God tier. (laughs) And so... This notion of self-actualization refers to this like desire that everyone has to become everything that they're capable of becoming. And in other words, in really simple terms, it refers to self-fulfillment and the need to reach your full potential as a unique human being. And this is where all this personal development journey comes in because when you embark on this personal development journey in a really conscious way, you're able to become what you're capable of becoming and what you see for yourself and what you want to achieve in your life. And that leads to a really big hit with self-fulfillment in your life and this need to reach this really great full potential that you have because we all have it within us. And so Maslow then kind of goes on to talk about self-actualization and it's kind of like this thing that's never going to end, right? Because Once we tick one thing off our bucket list, we're kind of moving to the next and the next and the next. So he says that this path where we're always becoming and we're never remaining static. And so when someone has self-actualization, this person comes to find a meaning to life that is important to them. And what's really important to mention here, and this is where 
I think a lot of the time during this pandemic, a lot of people were kind of struggling because we didn't really have a meaning to life during COVID. And our meaning to life was, it was limited very much so. And we probably found that more often than not, we became quite static because this level of fulfillment that we have was not really being met. That need was not being met at all. And that was because obviously we had shit taken away from us. Anyway, we all know what happened. I'm not going to get into it, but that's why that most of the time during COVID, we ended up feeling really unfulfilled, really dissatisfied with ourselves and the world around us. And we often walked around with this negative lens of ourself and the world, which then can essentially form into a rut and depression and all other things. And I was like, wow, I'm like, yeah, that is literally COVID in a nutshell. So from that theory perspective, can you kind of see how this level of self-actualization and achieving that top of the pyramid can really help you on your personal development journey to kind of rein in and think about what is going to fulfill me How can I achieve this self-fulfillment and what do I need to do in my day-to-day life to make that happen? So if you're feeling like this at the moment, if you're kind of feeling like coming out of a pandemic time or if you're looking to jump back on the personal development bandwagon after a couple of years of not really being too sure where your life's heading, I thought I would kind of spend this next little bit of this intro podcast talking about putting together a little plan about how you can focus on your personal development and do so in a really conscious way. And I personally use this plan for myself over the past couple of years and I have for this podcast and for my career and for all these other elements. And I also kind of researched a bit into this as well to make sure I was wording it all correctly. But here are some steps that I think would be really beneficial to kind of get the ball rolling. And this is something that I've done. Take it or leave it. Um, If you do take it, take it and make it your own. And this is something I'm going to stress in all my episodes. Make it your own. If there's something you're not vibing about what I said, that is totally okay. Just think about it and think about how you would like to transform that into something that works for you. So, Feel free to write this down if you want. Otherwise, no need to. Listening is perfectly fine. But I was thinking like, what is this plan? How should you consciously plan out your personal development journey for yourself? And I was thinking the first thing you kind of want to do is think about a clear vision of where you want to be and why. And when you think about this vision, think about it in a timeline sense. Is it a vision for something that is you want to happen in one month time, six months time, two years, five years, 10 years, any kind of time frame. Where do you want to be? And in this moment, and I, I do this a lot, I'm a real like a visual thinker, but I always shut my eyes and think about where do I see myself in X amount of years or X amount of months? And what does that look like? If I were to sit and be watching TV And on the TV, it's a movie about my life in the next six months. What does that look like? And go into the detail of kind of thinking about what my emotions looked like on my face, where I was, who was I with, what was I doing, and where was I most fulfilled? 
And I do this quite regularly because I think it's really important to check in with yourself and your journey to see if your journey is still aligned to you and if you're getting closer to achieving that. So feel free to pause right now if you want to just kind of stop and do this for five or so minutes, but just sit in a nice quiet spot room, somewhere where you feel safe and have a think about where you want to be in six months time or in a year's time is probably a good place to start. And once you have this clear vision, the second step to this is kind of having a good understanding of the skills that you need to develop and achieve your vision. Just by visioning it, you're not just going to sit back and it's just going to come in your lap. And sometimes it does, but most of the time you have to actually acquire some skills and make sure that you're equipped to achieve this because a lot of the time when you think about potentially wanting to upskill and get a more prestigious job or you want to move up in your firm that you work at, you kind of have to do something about it. You can't just sit back and do nothing. So kind of thinking about what skills you need to develop and why this is important to achieving your vision. So as I said, do you potentially need certain skills to get a particular job or to advance in your chosen career? Or do you lack the tools to improve your mental health? And that's something that you want to focus on over the next six months. So kind of jotting down, and I think maybe three to five skills that you can jot down or think about is a really good place to start. Once you've been able to identify these skills, and once you've been able to kind of put those to paper or think about them in a way that you know how you're going to get them, then start to think about a level of priority because you can't do it all at once. And this is the beauty of personal development because I know for me, mental health development was huge in my life for the past year. But going forward, I'm focusing more on career and financial development at the moment because that's something that is a lot more prominent in my life right now. So when you're looking at this level of priority for yourself, just because it's something that maybe in three years time, it doesn't mean it's not important and it doesn't mean that it's not achievable. And it also doesn't mean that it is not something that is worthy of your development later on in your life. It just simply means that you don't have the skills and resources and tools right now to be able to address this area of your life and this area of personal development in a way that's going to help you achieve whatever you desire to achieve. And so this is where the whole beauty of urgency and priority comes in. And this is where that timeline is going to be really, really important in ensuring that you're able to achieve these goals and that these goals are working for you in your timeline. So for example, if you're goal in life was to potentially become a partner of a firm that you work at. And right now you're an associate at that firm and you're working your way up, but it's going to take some time. You cannot just turn around tomorrow and say, okay, I'm going to be the partner now. You obviously have a lot of steps involved in getting there. You have to move up in the rankings. You potentially have to upskill and complete some more courses and work on some more difficult clients and build that rapport with your colleagues. All of these skills and all of these little stepping stones along the way are crucial for you to get to that end point. So 
just because that endpoint may seem like it's a few years away, it doesn't mean you can't start chipping away at those really small tasks and those really small key skills that you need to get before you're able to get to that point. And so this whole level of priority shouldn't be something that is discouraging you from reaching that goal or reaching that part of your personal development journey. It just simply means that right now you don't have the skills and the resources to be able to get there. But when you slowly are able to chip away at that and you're able to look at this as a long-term plan for yourself, you can then use a more current time frame to start planning and start working out some smaller goals and some smaller things that you can do to level up and to get to that point eventually. And that's also the same for someone who potentially has goals in mental health or financial or career. Now, depending on what that personal development journey looks like for them, it will be dependent on the level of priority and the time frame and the urgency of this journey of yours. So once you're able to determine this level of priority for a few aspects of your life and a few aspects of your personal development journey, then the final step is to actually start making progress. And I know that this step is easier said than done because life gets in the way, life is messy. I'm getting somewhere here with the point about my podcast. And I know that there are often a lot of roadblocks and there are often a lot of difficult things involved with actually making these really big leaps. Some of which I'm really keen to talk about in later episodes, such as the glorious imposter syndrome that a few of us might face in starting a business or with other aspects of life. And I know I definitely had a bit of imposter syndrome whilst I was in the works with this podcast and often had some really doubtful days where I wasn't sure if I was actually going to go through with it, but here I am recording and hopefully it's in your ears. So um, I've definitely moved through that, but there's definitely a lot of mindset involved in this. And I hope that these later episodes in my podcast are going to be able to really help you move through some mindset difficulties that you may have with this progression towards your personal development goal. So in this last step, it's really important to try and create those new habits, try new things and consciously think about your goals. And when we think back to step one and what step one was, which was having that clear vision of where you want to be and why, constantly reminding yourself of that vision along this process will really help you to align what you're doing and why you're doing it to that really exciting future for you. So consciously making the decision to get there will definitely help you. And I hope that my later episodes will help you as well in your personal development journey. All right. So that's the end of episode one. If you've made it this far, thank you so much for still listening and thank you for supporting me on this really exciting new journey of mine. And I hope that I'm going to be able to help you and support you on your own journey. I hope that this podcast helps you find the skills and whatever resources that you need to make advances in your personal development. And I'm more than happy to take on board any podcast episode ideas or any questions that you might have and any questions that you want answered. If you let me know, I'm more than happy to do an episode on it. We've got some amazing episodes coming up, some really cool guests, and I'm also super keen to have some really cool interviews with some awesome businesses and awesome people. So that's it guys. Have an awesome rest of the week and I'll see you back here for episode two.